ओम अज्ञानतिमीराज्ञाजन शलाकया चक्षुर्मीता तस्म श्रीगुरव नम श्रीचैतन्य मनोभीष्ट पापीदीनभूतले स्वयं रूपकदाम ददाती सपदा बंदीहम श्रीगुरश्रीजितपकमल श्रीगुरवांगीप सागृजात सगण रघुनाथ सजीव साइत सावभूत परिजन सहिता कृष्ण चैतन्यदेव श्रीराधा कृष्णपादन ललिता श्री विशाखानिता हे कृष्ण करुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगतपति गोपीश गोपिका कांता राधा कांत नमस्तुति तप्तकांचन गौरांगी राधी वृंदावनेश्वरी वृखभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरिप्रिय वंशाकल्पतुभ्यपतीतावनेभ्य वैष्णवीभ नमो नम श्रीकृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभुनिंद श्रीअदाधार शुभाषादी गौरभक्तविंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे सो प्रहलाद महाराज प्रपोजल इज दट कौमार आचरित प्राग इंटेलिजेंट हु इज इंटेलिजेंट he should begin krishna consciousness from childhood not that we have to wait and he is presenting an analytical study of the whole life that unless we begin krishna consciousness from childhood hardly there will be opportunity to practice these transcendental uh method uh, because in the beginning he has said that this life human form of life is very rare uh, the present educational system they do not know it that how important this human form of life is and how it has to be utilized but that is being explained so he is analyzing the whole life that uh um पुंसव वर्ष शतम आयुष 
and accepting that we have got one hundred years of life. Uh, but we uh, have to waste half of it, fifty years, by sleeping at night. So immediately fifty years minus. Nisphalam jadasau rātraṁ śrīti andhaṁ pāpistakā when we sleep, we have no activity. We cannot make any uh, advance, any department of knowledge. Uh, sometimes uh, we sleep more uh, by intoxicating habit. Uh, so, the whole night, is uh, wasted because we cannot uh, produce anything. There are two kinds of production, material production and spiritual production, orthodom. Artha means uh, factual profit. So there are two kinds of profit. Those who are materialists, they calculate profit by dollars. And those who are spiritualists, they calculate profit, how much I have advanced today in spiritual or Krishna consciousness. Uh, both of them are profits. So either make this profit or that profit, but don't waste your time. That is the problem. But the best profit is for human form of life to advance in Krishna consciousness. So he has analyzed uh, the Mukthasya Bhalle Kaushare Kriyatajati Bhinshati. So fifty years immediately minus from our life, then by playing in youthhood and in childhood, another twenty years, seventy years minus. Then jaraya grastadehasya jati akalpasya vinsati. Then when old age come, by disease, by invalidity, another ten, uh, twenty years minus. That means fifty plus twenty plus twenty out of hundred years, ninety years gone. Then Durapurena Kamena Mohena Chabaliyasa Sesam Grihesu Saptasu Pramattasya Bhajati. The balance ten years, because the whole life we are spoiled in material activities. In the balance ten years, ten years, are wasted what I have done and how to pull on, or oh, this was not successful, how you have to make successful, this boy was not educated, that boy was not properly brought up, he has gone out from so many uh, anxieties. That means if we do not practice from childhood, then uh, in the advanced stage, uh, it is not possible. 
That is the Prahlad Maharaj. There is a proverb in Bengali that Kachayana Nuale Bas Baskurbit Nastas. Bas means bamboo. Bamboo, while it is green, you can bend it. But when it is yellow or dry, uh, it cannot be bent, it will break. It will break. Therefore, uh, school children, just like Pallad Maharaj is uh, instructing his class fellow, school children from five years old, they should be given lesson about Krishna consciousness or God consciousness. Otherwise, in advanced age, uh, it is not possible. Uh, generally, we find in our class or in this Krishna conscious movement, the youngsters, they become little more interested, but we don't find any old men. Why? Because whatever they have taught, whatever they have, uh, have been taught, or they cannot forget. Uh, it is very difficult to forget what he has been already taught. So they do not become interested. Ko grihesu kuman saktam atmanam ajitindriya sneho pasai dirhai mussahit mimuchitam. One who has passed his life simply being attached to household affairs. Sneho Pasu. And when the affection of household life is too strong, it is very difficult to get out of it. That will be very nicely explained one after another. Therefore, according to Vedic civilization, there is compulsory get-out from household life. Oh. Compulsory get-out means panchasu dhang banang brajet. Panchas means fifty years. As soon as one passes over fifty years of age, he should get out. That is the uh, injunction of the scriptures. No more in household affairs. The life is divided into four parts, uh, four divisions. First of all, Brahmacharya. Just like Prahlad Maharaj is teaching, Brahmacharya, a boy from five years old, is taught and up to twenty-five years. And if he is not, of course, he is properly taught, but if he is not properly convinced that worldly life is botherish, better remain brahmacari for throughout the whole life. There are many brahmacharis in India still, Naishthik Brahmachari. They are called Naishthik Brahmachari. That means they, are, they had never any experience of sex. Uh, 
they are called Naistik Brahmachari. Oh. Just like my Guru Maharaj was Naistik Brahmachari. He never married. So uh, boys are taught like that. The inefficiency of this oh, family life, encumbrances, because the aim is to advance in Krishna consciousness. So we have to minimize our bodily necessities of life and we have to expand the spiritual necessities of life. That is the perfect way of civilization. In the modern age, the more we can increase the demands of, artificial demands of the body, it is called civilization. And when one is engaged, minimizing the demands of the body, and utilize the valuable time for advancing in spiritual consciousness, uh, they are accepted as uh, uncivilized or not advanced in so many worlds. But actually India's civilization was based on this principle. Uh, we can find in the history uh, of old age, that they knew everything. From the books we can understand they had advanced knowledge for material civilization. Because we find description of aeroplanes, description of television, but they are used of very, I mean, only limited circle, not that extensively. Because the whole process of civilization was not to divert your attention too much for material advancement, but whatever little span of life you have got, just utilize it for spiritual advancement and get out of this material entanglement. That is the basic principle of civilization. Therefore, the uh, the social life, human society, was divided into eight divisions. They are called varna and ashrama. In the Bhagavad Gita also you'll find chatur maya system gunakarma vibhava. Four divisions of society. For spiritual advancement and for material advancement, both. For spiritual advancement, brahmacari, grihastha, vanaprastha, and sannyas. So, first twenty years, twenty-five years, or twenty years, because education begins from five years. Up to five years. The child is given full liberty, uh, whatever he likes he may do. Lalet Panchvarasani. It is said that you can give liberty to the child only for five years. And Tare Dasaparasani, and as soon as 
he is on the fifth year, you must be very strict on the child, on the boy, so that he, ne- he may not be spoiled. Very strict. Simply engage him in proper education. Tarat dasabrasani and prapti to surasabrasi. And as soon as he is on the sixteenth year, surasa means sixteenth year, prapti to surasabrasi putram mitravat acharit. The the son, the boy should be treated as friend. Uh, no more punishment. Then there will be reply. So there must be restraint. So from sixteenth year to twenty-fifth year, higher education. And after higher education, if the boy it is still after sense gratification, he should be allowed to get himself married and enter into family life. That family life is allowed for another twenty-five years. Ah, when youthhood is very strong, ah, let him beget some children. And of course there is regulation of children. One has to take care of the children and he has to educate children. Not that uh, irresponsibly uh, begetting children, no. So family life. Then as soon as he reaches twenty-fiftieth uh, year or little advance, when he might have a grown-up child at home, then the father and mother uh, leaves home. Panchasodham pranangbajit. The gentleman, when the boy is uh, grown up, he may get his boy married and get out of home. The wife may remain with him as friend, but there is no sex life. That is called bhāna-prastha. Bhāna-prastha. Bhāna-prastha means retired life. And that is also another training. First training is brahmacāri, so that when he becomes householder, he lives very restrained and regulated life. And then after after satisfying his senses, when he is grown up to fiftieth year, he is advised to get out. No more sense gratification. Now you prepare yourself for the remaining days of your life for spiritual culture. That is called bhāna-prastha. So bhāna-prastha means retired life and training for completely renouncing this worldly life. And when he is prepared, the wife is asked to go back home. The grown-up boys will take charge of her. The woman is always protected. In childhood she is protected by the father, in youthhood she is protected by the husband, and in old age she is protected by the grown-up boy. That is the system. She is never given independence. In the Manusangita it is said, stated, nāstriyāṁ-satanta-kāmarhati. Woman should never be given independence. Uh, that is good for him, for her. Yes. Just like a child should not give him independence, then he will be spoiled. 
Similarly, om and also should not be given independence. That is injunction of Manusangita. They should be always given protection. The child, woman, Brahmin, the cow, and uh, the old man. They should be given proper protection. That is the injunction. Anyway, uh, the Banaprastha, the when the gentleman is completely educated for renouncing this world, then he sends back the wife to grown-up boys, and he takes sannyas. This is sannyas dress. Uh, this is preparing. Uh, not preparing is finished. Sannyas means uh, he should uh, distribute spiritual knowledge from door to door. That is his business. He has no family attraction. He has uh, nothing to think for his maintenance because the society is advised to take care of brahmachari, bāna-prastha, and sannyas. Just see, this is spiritual communism. One section of people, the householders, they have to maintain the three other divisions. We have divided uh, the society into four divisions, brahmachari, grihastha, bāna-prastha, and sannyas. Only the grihasthas are allowed to make money, to earn money. Uh, but the brahmachari and the bāna-prastha and sannyāsi uh, is to live at the cost of the grihasthas. Brahmachari shall go from door to door and beg arms and bring it for the spiritual master. The spiritual master is a sannyas. Uh, so what about the brahmacharis bring, uh, they cook and they eat and they cultivate spiritual Krishna consciousness. That is the system. That means it is the duty of the grihasthas or the householder to maintain the other three sections of the people. Uh, and that is varnāsaṁ vibhāvas. Now in another place you will find in the Śrīmad-bhāgavatam that uh, the perfection of varnāsva, these four divisions, as we have stated, and in the grihastha there are still four divisions. Uh, that divisions are brāmin, kshatriya, vaiśya, and sudra. Those who are doing intellectual work, just like studying philosophy, science, astronomy, so many intellectual works. They are called brahmins. And those who are in the administration class, they are called kshatriyas. Those who are in production, mercantile, industry, for producing things, they are called vaishyas. And those who are laborer class, they are called sudras. So these eight divisions, and that is known as varnasam dharma, the institution of eight divisions. Ah. The Hindus means those who follow these eight divisions 
of human societies. That is called Hindu. Now it has become a name only, but actually this is actually this is Hindu religion. This is not Hindu religion. This is actually the occupation of the basic principle of human civilization. If you do not divide human society in such eight divisions, there is no proper advancement of human society's ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is to make perfect in this life uh, or to realize the absolute truth. That is the ultimate goal. Uh, in another phrase, the Bhagavad says, the ultimate goal they do not know. Oh, not nowadays, uh, in all the days, there are a class of men who are called demons. And here, uh, Prahlad Maharaj is instructing to the children of the demons, uh, those who have no uh, idea of what is the ultimate aim of life. They are called demons. The Aryans and the demons, Sura and Osura. Aryan means those who are advancing, and those who are static, uh, not advancing. Static means uh, limited with the animal propensities of life. Ahara nidra bhayamaitma, eating, sleeping, mating, and defending. This is animal propensities of life. And when there is question of spiritual advancement, that is called human society. Uh, because the spiritual consciousness or Krishna consciousness cannot be uh, injected in the animal society. So, uh, they do not know what is the ultimate goal of life. The ultimate goal of life is this Krishna consciousness. To understand God, to understand oneself, what I am, what is God, what is my relationship with God. This is human civilization. So Prahlad Maharaj is uh, trying to uh, instruct his class fellows like this. So he says that unless you practice from childhood, when you will be grown up, then you will be encumbered with so many things that there will be practically no possibility. And this Krishna conscious movement by chanting Hare Krishna is recommended in this age because that classification of eight divisions of human society is gone. And it is not possible to introduce it again. I am not speaking that it cannot be introduced uh, in this country or that country, even where it was being practiced in India. There also it is gone. There also it is in the name only, that which you have uh, uh, understood, you have heard, the caste system. They, instead of 
accepting the scientific division of the human society, they have misused it in the form of caste system. Just like a, 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 a person, a gentleman born in the family of a uh, Brahmin, he is Brahmin. But originally the idea was different. The original idea is in the society those who are intellectuals, those who are engaged in intellectual work, they are called brahmins. To understand Brahma, to understand the situation of this world, they understand spiritual knowledge, those who are engaged in such cultivation of knowledge, they are called Brahmin. But at the present moment, uh, anyone who is born in the family of a Brahmin, uh, he is called a Brahmin. Uh, but actually he may be a cobbler. Uh, but that is not the idea. So these eight divisions of human society, scientific division of human society, is now lost. Uh, Therefore, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, instructed that Kalo in this age, Nasteva, Nasteva, Nasteva Gatirannatha. There is no other alternative for advancement of human society's goal of life because human society is meant for advancing in the goal of life. And that goal of life is Krishna consciousness. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, that is the sublime gift of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And uh, Sri Rupa Goswami adored him, Namo Mahavadānāya Krishna Prema Pradayati. My dear Lord, you are the most munificent, magnanimous uh, uh, incarnation because you are distributing love of Krishna. This is very rare thing, love of Krishna. Krishna personally failed. He canvassed sarva dharmaan paritajyamāme kaṁ saranaṁ Oh. You give up everything, just surrender unto me, Krishna personally. But nobody is surrendered. Only a few persons of the Pandavas, Arjuna, of him, uh, all the gopis in Vindavan. Uh, but uh, at that time there are others. And later is, uh, people misunderstood him. But the idea is, that he, Krishna also came to distribute love of Krishna, but he actually could not induce people to this cult. Uh, they misunderstood him. Uh, but Lord Chaitanya, by his grace, by this Sankirtan movement, he very easily distributed this love of Krishna. Therefore he is called Nava Mahavadanaya. My dear Lord, you are the most magnificent, magnificent uh, personality, incarnation, because Krishna Prema Pradayati. 
you are distributing Krishna prayer, love of Krishna. The most important thing, the goal of life. And that was the mission of Lord Chaitanya. He said, Kalo, in this age, when everything has become topsy-turvy, there is no more chance for systematizing the whole human society. It is lost. The regulating processes are lost now. Neither it is possible to reintroduce uh, it is not possible. People have become so much degraded that it is not possible. Therefore, direct method, direct method, chant Hare Krishna, that will revive your old consciousness. Chant Hare Krishna. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, Kalo nasteva 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 kapirindana. In this age, there is no other alternative. There is no other alternative. The so-called meditation, yoga, or karma, jnana, mental speculation, everything will fail. They are of course standard processes. But that is not possible to execute at the present age. What is to be speak of present age? Even five thousand years ago, when Arjuna was taught, to learn yoga system. That is also mentioned in the Bhagavad-gītā, uh, the practice of yoga, the sitting posture, the breathing exercise, and controlling the senses, and regulating uh, eating, sleeping, so many things. Uh, they are recommended. And after hearing, Arjuna said, My dear Krishna, it is not possible for Actually, uh, Arjuna was a fighter, a military man. Where is his time to practice this meditation, all this thing? Uh, he frankly admitted, but we are uh, so proud that we want to surpass even a personality like Arjuna. Uh, so, uh, these things uh, are not possible in this age. If somebody is imitating, uh, that is simply imitation. Uh, so imitation has no value. Uh, the real thing is this meditation. You chant and hear. This is meditation. Meditation means to absorb your mind in the uh, Supreme Personality of Godhead. That is meditation, real meditation. In all the standard scriptures and Jova practice formula, the whole aim is to concentrate one's mind in the Supreme Personality of Godhead. That is called samādhi, samādhi, ecstasy. So that ecstasy, is immediately brought by this chanting process. You begin chanting and here for a few seconds or few minutes you immediately become on the platform of ecstasy. Therefore Chaitanya Mahaprabhu recommended 
this process not only for India but for all the people of the world. Oh, he said that Prithivite Ache Jato Nagaradi Gram. Prithivi means on the face of the world. Ache when there is. Uh, uh, Nagar means towns and gram means village or county. So he said that as many villages, towns or counties, uh, the human uh, society, there are on the, on the surface of the globe, sarvatra prachar haive morna. My name means Lord Chaitanya's name because he introduced the simple method of chanting Hare Krishna will be celebrated. Ah, that is his prediction. Ah. So we can see practically also that oh, somehow or other your, in your country this uh, chanting Hare Krishna is introduced practically uh, only for one year, but it is being popularized. People are taking it very seriously. Even in some places where I never visited, they are organizing centers. I have received information from Buffalo, from Atlantic City, one little boy, Terry, he is organizing. He has invited some of our uh, brahmacharis to go there. Uh, and I've got received, received letter from Germany, from Holland. Uh, they also have begun chanting Hare Krishna. In England, the Beatles or Bitniks, they are also chanting. So this is getting popular in the Western country. And it will get, I'm sure. So uh, this chanting process uh, introduced by uh, Lord Chaitanya uh, should be uh, seriously taken up so that our uh, aim of human life will be uh, successful. We have forgotten. Nati vidu Vishnu. We have forgotten the modern uh, civilization. As, uh, in your country, I was reading uh, a, a little history that uh, in 1813 or some year, uh, the government introduced that we trust in God. In uh, trust in God, and that was a and declared by the secretary to be published uh, on the coins or on the paper uh, currency, and we see sometimes. But uh, simply trust in God is not sufficient. We must know what is God. Trust in something oblivion, something fa- uh, fantasy. Uh, there is no trust. 
you must know where to put your trust. That is Bhagavad Gita. You have to know this, what is God. You simply believe in God. Faith in God is very nice. That is dandy, very nice. It is better than Godless person. That one who believes in God. That is all right. So this writing that we trust in God is very good. It is better than the communist countries who say we do not trust in God. It is better. But simply official uh, writing or trust will not do. We have to understand. And if you want to understand God, then this is the movement, Krishna consciousness. There is no other alternative. You cannot place any other scripture collected from the world where the science of God is so elaborately uh, stated, uh, which you can test with your all reason and argument. That is Bhagavad Gita and Simad Bhagavad. So we have to learn the science that you, as you are learning so many departments of knowledge. Similarly, this is also another department of knowledge to learn the science of God. The government should come forward to popularize this movement and to educate people in the science of God. So in the Bhagavad it is said, jnānaṁ me paramaṁ guiham jad vijñāna samannitaṁ The science of God is, or the knowledge of God is most scientific. Jnānaṁ me paramaṁ, and it is very confidential. Jnānaṁ me knowledge, and me, the Supreme Personality says, of knowledge about me, is very confidential. And yad vijñāna samannitam, and it is most scientific. Science of God is not sentiment. It is science. It is actually it is science. The science of sciences. Every science takes his, what is called, data from this science that the material science begins from the sun science. But the sun science is based on this science, God consciousness, Krishna consciousness. Philosophy, any philosophy and any science you take, you have to accept some axiomatic truth. Then you go on. But where from the axiomatic truth? Science is discovering some subtle laws of the nature. But who made that law? As soon as you say that here is a law which is being carried very nicely, there must be a lawmaker. You have to accept. The science of astronomy, the planets, the stars, the sun, the moon, moving in their orbit, very nicely, very perfectly and accurately. This, there is law. This is law of nature. 
you might have discovered, you are great scientists, that under this law, the law of gravitation or this law, that law, so many laws there. But the background, you have to inquire, who is the lawmaker? Unless there is lawmaker, how there can be law? Ah, take for example your state laws. Oh, as soon as you uh, say that this is law, keep to the right, you have to accept there is a lawmaker. Under whose direction this law is being carried out nicely? If you don't carry it out, then you are punished. Similarly, nature's law is not ultimate. There is lawmaker, and that lawmaker is God. That is stated in the Bhagavad Gita. Mayad dhakshena prakriti sriyate sacharasadam. Prakriti means nature. A is working under my superintendence. Under my superintendence. How you can deny? If there is nature's law, who made this law? You see, that the clock is running very nicely, the machine is going on. But that is not the ultimate. There is a maker of the clock or watch. Without understanding the maker, simply if you understand the clock only, that is not sufficient knowledge. So uh, these things are very nicely explained in Bhagavad-gītā and Śrīmad-bhāgavatam, and we are trying to uh, explain this science of God, our knowledge. If you like, you can take, and we are sure that your life will be successful. Uh, this chanting and combined with this uh, hearing of this Bhagavad-gītā and Śrīmad-bhāgavatam will advance you in Krishna consciousness or God consciousness. And as Prahlad Maharaj is advising, instructing his fellow class fellows, that this is to be learned from the beginning of your life. But if you have missed the opportunity, but uh, it is better late than never. Here is a process introduced by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. We can accept it immediately even though it is late. Thank you very much. Any question? Yes, Krishna was born, but you have to know how Krishna is born. That is your intelligence. Just like sun is born every morning, there is no sun now, but in the morning you will see sun. And from the eastern side, 
So do you think that eastern side is the mother of sun? Because sun is born from the eastern side, you can take it for granted that eastern side is the mother of sun. Similarly, Krishna appears in similar way. But that does not mean that he is born. That is stated in the fourth chapter, Bhagavad Gita. Janma karma me divyamju janati tattat. Anyone who understands in truth how I take my birth, how I work, how I am transcendental, simply by knowing these three things, how Krishna is born and how does he work and what is his actual position, the result is my dear John, simply knowing these three things, one uh, comes to me after quitting this material body. Punarjanmanaiti. It never again comes back. So that means, in other words, if you can understand the birth of Krishna, then you will stop your any more birth. You will be free from this birth and death. So try to understand how Krishna takes his birth. Simply by understanding. If you can understand how Krishna takes his birth, then your birth and death problem is solved. He becomes liberated. So, the so birth of Krishna has to be understood. And who can understand? That is also stated in the Bhagavad Gita. Manusanam sahasreshu kaschit jatati siddhaya. Out of many thousands of men, sahasra means thousands. Thousands, many thousands means many hundreds of thousands. Men, one is interested for spiritual advancement of life. Kaschit jatati siddhaya. Siddhaya means perfection. Uh, not all men are interested. Uh, what is perfection nonsense? Let us eat, drink, be merry, and joy. Don't care for perfection. This is perfection. Uh, we are eating, sleeping, mating, that's all. Uh, well, who knows what is going to happen after death? Who can eat her? They don't care. This is the position of general population. So out of that rascal population, one may be intelligent enough. So what is the aim of life? What I am? Why I am suffering? Why suffering is imposed upon me? I want to be happy. Why happiness is not there? Why it is simply temporary? So many things, questions. So these questions arise. 
in the mind of a person out of many thousands of men. Manushanam sahasresi pasit jatati siddhaya. Siddhaya means one is trying to reach to the point of perfection. Not perfection, but simply trying. So, and jatatamopi siddhyanam, and out of many thousands of such persons who are trying to approach the Absolute Truth, kaschit vettimaam tattata, one can understand Me as I am. Therefore, one who can understand Krishna, His birth, His appearance, His disappearance, His activities, all these things, that is also confirmed in another place, tato-mahaṁ tato-gyatva. Thus one understanding Me in truth, viśadita-dhanantraṁ, He is allowed to enter into My kingdom. Only by devotional service one can understand Me, uh, actually what I am. So uh, if we engage ourselves in submissive uh, way in the devotional service of Krishna, then Krishna will let you know what is His birth, what is His appearance, disappearance, activities, everything. Reveal. These things are not to be understood by mental speculation. These things are revealed to a heart of a devotee when he is engaged in devotional service. So that is the process of Krishna consciousness. As you make more advance in Krishna consciousness, you understand everything. Any other question? Yes, devotional service at discharge in nine different ways. Savanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu, to hear about the Lord from proper source. And Kirtanam, and to glorify the Lord. Smaranam, meditating upon the Lord. Padasevanam, uh, to engage oneself in the service, archanam, worshiping, prayer. There is nine different ways of trans- devotional services. So you can accept a nine all together, or eight, or seven, or six, or five, or four, or three, or two. But even if you accept one, you will get one. If you simply come here and hear this chanting, ah, your devotion service will be perfected. So, although there are nine different processes, 
But if you can accept even one, he will be advanced in devotional service. Yes? Oh, that you know. Why do you ask me? What is Lord Jesus Christ? Don't you know? Yes. Therefore, the relationship is Father and God, Son. But there is no difference between father and son. Both of them are authorized. Just like your father, and if you are a trustworthy son of your father, then the work done by your father and by you is the same. That is individuality. That even under the direction of Krishna, he can use his individuality. Don't you do that? Your father says, My dear boy, do this. You say, No, I don't do this. That is an individuality. Otherwise, what is the meaning of individuality? Individuality means if I like, I can accept. If I don't like, I do not accept. That is individuality. If I am forced to do something, that is not my individuality. Yes. Marginal energy is that, that by your individuality you can abide by the order of Krishna, and if you like, you do not abide by the Lord of Krishna, order of That is your choice. Uh, that is practical everywhere. The father and son, the son may obey the father and the son may disobey also. That is the choice of the son. That is given there. And every individual living entity has got this uh, minute quantity of independence. And as soon as we misuse this minute quantity of independence, we are in the hands of Maya. Just like uh, in every country, and you are American, you are considered to be independent. But that does not mean that you are absolutely independent. You can do whatever you like. But you have got the right to do whatever you like. And as soon as you misuse your independence, you are in danger. 
Allah, you belong to the independent nation. So there is possibility of misusing the independence at every moment. Therefore we have to continue Krishna consciousness. So this possibility of misusing the independence will no longer leave. You had misused your independence in the uh, in your past life or in past. Similarly, you can immediately properly use your independence. Do you follow? You somehow or other you misused your independence. Similarly, immediately if you use your independence properly. Then the result of that misuse of independence is corrected. That is stated in the Bhagavad Gita that Sarvadhanman Paritajya Mahamekam Saranam Raja. Because the conditioned soul here in this material world, they have all misused their independence. Anyone beginning from the highest planet down, beginning from Brahmā to down to the small ant, everyone has misused his independence. This conditional life, this material body is uh, due to that. Therefore our reactions of that misuse is going on, life after life. Now Krishna says that if you surrender immediately, then I take charge of you. Sarvadharman Parittajamami Kang Saranangaja. You just give up all your other engagements, just surrender unto me. Ahankang Sarvapapi Bhamokhashami. I shall give you protection from all reaction of your misuse of India. That's all right, but the ex- innocence is no excuse of law. If you say that somebody misled me to go to the left side in the court, that does not mean that he'll be saved from the fine. So you have to become such intelligent person that you may not be misled by others. You have got the intelligence. Why should you be misled? Then what is the meaning of this human form of life? 
and you have to be educated. You have to take the opportunity of education so that you may not be misled. Why do you agree to be mis- misled? Then you must agree to take the punishment out. If you, by innocence, put your hand on the fire, the fire will not excuse you. So innocence is no excuse. You have to be learned. Therefore we are here to give proper education to the people. Yes. Can be more than compassion than him. He is canvassing you, my dear Baha, please come to me. I give you all protection while you are suffering here. Can you find out any person more compassionate than Krishna? He is the most compassionate. First, the only thing is that we are misusing our own independence. That's all. Yes, Krishna is always with you. He is within your heart. Isara sarva bhutanam riddesa arjuna the Supreme Personality of Godhead is situated in everyone's heart, in your heart and my heart, in everyone's heart. <coughs> that requires practice. Krishna is always with you. Uh, in this explanation of Prahlad Maharaj, we shall come to that point. Uh, Krishna is not without it. Andantarastam paramanachayantarastam. Krishna is even within the atom. Uh, that is realization. One has to realize and one has to talk with Krishna. Uh, so that means he has to qualify himself. Just like uh, in your body, there are so many things. Do you know everything? Do you know everything? Then, do you know you are eating and how it is being transformed into blood? Can you see it? Then it requires knowledge. Similarly, by knowledge you will understand that Krishna is with you. That is the mistake of this modern uh, civilization. Everyone thinks, I know everything. I don't require any authority to understand anything. But the Vedic literature, the Vedic civilization, they direct, tadvigyanātham sa guru meva vigacchet. If you want to understand that science, 
you must approach a bona fide spiritual master. This is a very simple thing. If you want to learn engineering, then you must admit yourself in Indian college. If you want to be a medical man, you must admit yourself in a medical college. Similarly, if you want to understand Krishna, then you must approach a person who knows Krishna. It is not fanatism or mental speculation. You have to learn the art scientifically.